If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Welcome in. College football is underway. This is the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast alongside Matt Humans. I am Tim Murray. It's good to have the band back together, which means week one of the college football season is here, Matt Humans. A good start, an appetizer last week, but San Diego State, Easy winner for you, never in doubt. (laughs) USC and San Jose State going over 66. So we'll we'll take a a 1-0 star for both of us to start the uh, the official play portion of the podcast. That's good to be back on with you, Tiny Tim. And, uh, you know, last (laughs) week with that San Diego State play, sometimes you get away with one. And that's what happened. When Rourke, the quarterback for the Bobcats, got knocked out, uh, that put Ohio in a tough spot, but hey, I'll take it. I'm not going to give it back. I thought my best play last week was clearly UMass yep. taking the points at New Mexico State, but that was not on the podcast. So, hey, we had a pretty good record on this thing last year. Let's do it again. We did, and we uh, hope to run it back. Uh, for those wondering, just a little housekeeping here. We will have the Lions Revealed show hosted by Jonathan Von Tobel on this very feed. Myself and Adam Burke will 
chat on late Monday nights for a Tuesday AM release for all you folks. And then the breakdown of the card each and every Thursday uh, with Matt Newman. So rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. And let's start, Matt. These games are kind of all over the place, but we'll start as we tend to do with the big boys. And the biggest game of the week, there's no d doubt about it, is number five LSU against number eight Florida State Sunday night in Orlando, 7.30 p.m., Eastern time on ABC and right now LSU depending on where you look either a two two and a half point favorite with a total of 56 and a half Matt I'm going with LSU here and this is not my best bet of the week but it is going to be one of my uh, official plays LSU minus two a year ago Brian Kelly debuted for the Tigers and he lost 24-23 to the Seminoles in New Orleans LSU did not deserve to win that game it was lucky uh, from the LSU perspective that it came back to cut that to a one-point game, then miss the extra point at, at the end. You probably remember that, the first oh, yeah. overtime. Uh, so I think the Tigers got what they deserved last year. They wasted basically the first three and a half quarters before making the furious comeback. But I was uh, really pro Brian Kelly going into last season. I liked LSU over six and a half wins. Tigers flew over that total. And I think this is a playoff contending team this year. This roster is stacked. Uh, Tim, you and I have talked about this many times. I've loved Brian Kelly as a coach going back to Notre, his you know, early years at Notre Dame, and uh, he's been a cover machine in general. Uh, Jaden Daniels going to be in Brian Kelly's offense now for the second season. He was great last year. He accounted for 28 touchdowns, only through three interceptions, and I expect to see uh, further development out of uh, Jaden Daniels. I think he's just a little bit more dangerous than Jordan Travis, a Florida State quarterback who deserves a lot of respect, too. Travis had a great year. He'll probably have another good one. This Florida State team is fringe top 10 in my power rankings, but I've got LSU as a top five team. And uh, Brian Kelly in a revenge spot, I'm going to lay the two points with the Tigers. Well, Matt, I think all of last year we went against each other twice. I think we split one and one. Mm -hmm. We're starting out the year going against each okay. other. I'm taking Florida State. Now, there's a caveat to this. I know the math people are going to get mad. Put down the pitchforks. Put down the fire. I'm going to buy it to three. I think this is going to be a close game. I don't think you have to buy it. I actually think on You think Sunday, it's going to get the three? You're, there's, if you have enough outs out there, I think there's going to be a few books where it's going to hit three. And I said this last night on the show with Wes Reynolds. I'm not going to argue with anybody who wants to take Florida State plus three. But if you're taking Florida State, you got to get the three. Yeah, and and so for the purpose of the of the podcast, because we don't know for sure, I will uh, make it three. I'll go through it quickly. Uh, and it doesn't have a ton to do with the loss of Mason Smith, which a bogus, bogus suspension, NCAA doing normal NCAA dope things. But uh, that is a loss for them. But I love the wide receivers uh, that Florida State is going to trot out there. Johnny Wilson is a mismatch at six. Six six seven, and then you bring in Keon Coleman. What an addition for Florida State, Matt! After the after the spring semester, they bring in uh, Michigan State's top wide receiver. One of the main reasons mm -hmm. I am anti Michigan State this year. Yeah. I don't love the run game for LSU, even though they did go out and got Logan Diggs from Notre Dame. I love Harold Perkins, by the way. He is an absolute superstar for LSU at the linebacker position, and uh, very small sample size. And kind of odd. This is the third consecutive season. Matt, 
that Brian Kelly is opening up against Florida State. Sure. So Mike Norvell and Brian Kelly know each other quite well, uh, even though they're not and never have been in the same conference. Third consecutive year to open up the season. So uh, I'm going to take the three. Uh, if you can get at minus 120, which is what I was able to grab it at, uh, I would do so. Yes, I'm buying points. I don't normally do that, uh, but I think this is a very close game um, and uh, by far and away the best game of the weekend. I'm going to go with Florida State plus the three here. So I guess... If you had gone money line and I had gone three, we could have somehow middled this. But it uh, looks like yeah. we're going to have one winner, one loser. But so such is life here. Well, I, I think this is going to be a, a tight game in the fourth quarter. So, you know, don't – for anybody out there who's uh, watching or listening to this podcast, don't let somebody bully you into saying that uh, you're a bonehead for buying a half point to three, especially a key number like three. Do what you want to do. If that makes you feel better about the bet – Buy it by the half point to three because a lot of times the critics who are taking shots at you for doing that, they're not even betting. Okay, <laughs> they're just sitting there criticizing what other people do. So, Tim, I, I think especially when you're buying to three, there's a lot more value in something like that, obviously. And if you have to buy it to three, go ahead and do it because I do think this game's probably going to go to the wire. Uh, I was looking to play LSU. Uh, at, at any number under three, mm -hmm. just thinking the the Tigers are probably going to find a way to squeak this one out. Uh, this is going to be the tiebreaker for Brian Kelly. He beat Florida State once, yep. lost last year by a point. And, but uh, he is 0-2 ATS, though. 0-2 ATS uh, okay. in this spot. But, no, it's going to be a fun one. Sunday night, ABC, best game of the weekend, and hopefully it lives up to the billing like it did last year. Heck, like it has the past two years, because two years ago, uh, that game went into overtime, and Notre Dame was able to win on the road in yeah. Tallahassee. I was actually on Florida State taking the points yeah. in that game. That was a wild you remember that was 38 to game. 20 entering yeah. the fourth quarter. Mackenzie Milton came in and both, brought Florida State back. Both Brian Kelly games against Florida State the last two years have been wild in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so we might have the same thing here three years in a row. Um, we'll see what happens. But, you know, this is also the biggest bet game of the weekend. It's got the biggest wagering mm -hmm. handle on it. Isolated game on Sunday night. And, uh, you know, it's basically like Sunday night football in place of the NFL this week. Yeah, no doubt about it. By the way, if you want to know the latest on uh, the betting splits and where the money's coming in over at vcin.com, check out our betting splits page. On the Monday night, Sean, speaking of Monday night football, that'll start in a week and a half. This Monday, we've got ninth-ranked Clemson on the road at Wallace Wade Stadium taking on Duke. And we've seen a little bit of movement towards Clemson in this spot as it now sits at 13 with a total, uh, we'll say, at 56. Uh, not a bet for me, but I'm actually high on Clemson this year. I think they win the ACC. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the addition of Garrett Riley. It shows that Dabo is uh, recognizing that things have gone a bit stale going to get the uh, best offensive or best assistant coach in college football, the Broyles Award winner. Cade Klubnik, what is he going to be? That's a good question. And then defensively, I think Clemson's going to be a bunch of studs. So uh, no play for me on this one, but I, I think Clemson personally comes out and tries to make a statement on Monday night. Uh, I, I like Clemson a lot this year, too. I, I'm trying to recall in the VSIN college football betting guide, I might have put Clemson in the 14 playoff this year. I, I'll tell you what Cade Klubnik's going to be. And that's better than he was in the bowl game. Because he was terrible <laughs> in the bowl game. I do respect this Duke team uh, in this Monday night football game. Who knows what's going to happen here? It's, it's, I think it's kind of tough to predict. But if you give me 14 points, I'll probably take Duke for a small play. I'm not going to go on the record with that right now. But Duke is uh, a nine-win team a year ago. I think um, covered nine games as well. 
10 offensive starters, 8 defensive starters back. I like Riley Leonard, the quarterback. He's okay. Mike Elko's done a pretty good job here as coach, and uh, the arrow's pointing up on the Blue Devils. The thing about the, the four losses last year for Duke, all four were by eight points or fewer. This team was not out of any game a year ago, and uh, that's why if you give me 14 here, I'm not taking 13, but this is, again, an isolated primetime game, and I know the betting public loves to play favorites in the isolated games, Sunday night, Monday night. That's why I think LSU might get bet up to three. Mm-hmm. Clemson get bet up to 14. If it gets to 14, I'll probably play Duke here as a dog. Yeah, Duke, uh, a play on the under for me on their season win total. I think regression could be coming for the Blue Devils, but as Matt, you mentioned, Riley Leonard is an NFL-caliber quarterback. This is a team, though, in Duke that had nine wins but didn't play Clemson, Florida State, and they also have Notre Dame on the schedule Mm -hmm. this year. So a big spot for them at home down there in Durham. The biggest game on Saturday, at least uh, if you watch television and uh, see where Big Noon kickoff is headed, that is Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, of course, you're going to see the team who finished Runner-up in the national championship. No, no. Colorado at TCU, noon on Fox, the debut of Coach Prime. It is a crooked number sitting right now at Colorado, catching 20 and a half against TCU. Both teams, a lot of changeover, Matt. Obviously, Colorado very, very busy in the portal. Is Colorado going to be a look for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about taking 21 here, and this is a spot where I would not buy a half point from 20.5 to 21. If you want to buy from 2.5 to 3, that's okay. Don't buy a half point up to 21. Uh, but I think that you're going to see 21 pop up on, on the screen at some point on Saturday, and uh, I'm looking to take the Buffaloes here. I think you've got more talent on the offensive side of the football for Colorado. Shadur Sanders is a pretty good quarterback to coach his son, but he's got Travis Hunter, who's – a wide receiver who's kind of like a Deion Sanders type of player. A wide receiver, corner, corner, uh, two-way threat, probably going to be the best player on the field. And he, you know, if you look at the upgrade in offensive talent on Colorado's side, it's it's massive, Tim. Now, as good as the offense could be, defense defense could be that bad. Yeah, and that's why I think over the total might be a way to look in this game as well. We're seeing the total creep up. It was 62. Now you're seeing 63 and a half, 64. Uh, Chris Bear Felica, Fox Sports, mm-hmm. going to be in Fort Worth for this game. I know he's playing this one over the total. <laughs> uh, Brent Musburger is on the dog. Ooh. He's taking the, he took the 21 yeah. uh, with Colorado. If this moves to 21, you can put me on the record for a, a Colorado play. Boise opens up at Washington. We discuss that next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. We keep it rolling. First full slate of the college football season. It is the College Football Betting Podcast alongside Matt Humans at Matt Humans 247 I am Tim Murray. Three games in the books. LSU, Florida State, Clemson, Duke, and Colorado, TCU. And uh, another big game out west. Matt is number 10 Washington with a ton of preseason hype and belief that Kalen DeBoer's squad can make a run potentially to the college football playoff, taking on arguably the best group of five team in 2023. Boise State at Washington. This will be a 3.30 Eastern kickoff on ABC. And uh, looking at the point spread in this one, uh, Washington mostly a 14-point favorite with a total of 59, Matt. Um, You know, I look at this game, and for Washington, they bring back their top two wide receivers and Michael Penix Jr. Kalen DeBoer historically has played very well in season openers. Also, you look at last year, Boise State in their four non-conference games went 0-4 ATS, mm-hmm. 1-3 straight up, including a double a loss to a double-digit dog in UTEP. And then they turned it around, went undefeated in Mountain West play, ultimately did lose to Jake Hayner and Fresno State in the Mountain West Championship game. Love the Boise State running backs that they have. Uh, Taylor Green, I think, has the potential to be the best quarterback in the Mountain West. But also you've got a changeover at the offensive coordinator position. 
I would lean towards Washington. Not going to be an official play, but I, I, I could see Washington putting it on Boise State uh, potentially in this spot. Yeah, I think Washington's got a little bit of a problem, though, because Cam Davis, uh, yeah, who's going to be the uh, top running back, is out. And um, I think he might be out for the year. Yes, he right? is, yeah. Uh, he's going to miss the entire year. Cameron Davis is going to be out, so that's a blow to the uh, Huskies' offense. I'm a big, big Kalen DeBoer fan. He took over a Washington offense that averaged 21.5 points the year before he got there and ramped it up to 39.7. Michael Penix led the nation, or he's second in the nation in passing yards with 46-41. Like you said, Jalen McMillan, Roma Dunze, top two wide receivers back. Big time potential with this Washington offense. It's not one of the, I would say it's not one of the best offensive lines in the Pac-12, but I think it's going to be good enough. And there are a lot of really good offensive lines in the Pac-12, including at Utah. But uh, I, I probably, I, I guess we're going to be split on this one. I lean, South Point's got 14 and a half. I would lean towards taking 14 and a half with mm-hmm. Boise. Um, but this is not a play yeah. that I have a bet on, and it's uh, not going to make my sheet as a best bet this week. I'm a little bit concerned about that Washington offensive line and the loss of uh, Cameron Davis at running back. Yeah, you look at the the backfield, though, for Boise State. You know, for me, Matt, uh, I did pick them to win the the, the Mountain West this year. It, but I did, in the write-ups, said go under 8.5. Very challenging non-conference schedule. But uh, the backfield of, of Genty, Halani, and then also Green, those guys rushed for over 2,500 mm-hmm. yards last year. Uh, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Big game next week for Boise State, too, when they host Central Florida. Uh, the primetime game on ABC this week, Matt, uh, pits number 21, North Carolina, against South Carolina. The Battle wow. of the Carolinas. This game is a neutral site game in Charlotte. Uh, we're still awaiting, as we record this, uh, the, the announcement whether or not Tez Walker, the transfer from Kent State, will or will not play. Once again, NCAA, bunch of morons. Uh, so a big loss there because Josh Downs is now in Indianapolis with the Colts. And Drake May has uh, had, a, had a, seemed to have a pretty good rapport with Tez Walker. South Carolina did lose a lot from last year's yeah. team, Matt. And uh, you're looking at a North Carolina spread right now of two and a half against the Gamecocks. That's a tough one. I did a radio show in uh, North Carolina this week. It's uh, V-CEN is being carried on that radio station. They asked me about this game. Do you have a play? I said, nah, sorry. I wish I had a bet on this. I really don't. I think it's kind of a numbers play. If, if you can get South Carolina plus three, you might lean that way. I, I like the potential with this North Carolina team a lot. Tim, you and I talk, have talked about this before. I went to the Holiday Bowl mm-hmm. in San Diego when North Carolina played Oregon. And Tar Heels should have won that game as 13-point underdogs. Mac Brown mismanaged some things there, and I'm a little concerned about that as well. Drake May, 38 TDs, seven picks last year. Caleb Williams of USC and Drake May head and shoulders above, I think, the rest of the quarterbacks in college football. You got 17 starters back, nine on offense. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic about this Tar Heels team, but I like the South Carolina team a lot. I know what you're saying about losing a lot, but this is a really well-coached Gamecocks team, and I think this is another type of game similar to LSU-Florida State that's probably going to go down to the wire. I guess I lean North Carolina, but it's not going to be a play. Yeah, and one thing to note, Phil Longo has packed up the air raid and gone – 
to Madison, and yes. Chip Lindsay steps in. Uh, I was not uh, thrilled by the uh, by the hire of Chip Lindsay to uh, take over. He comes in uh, from Central Florida. Prior to that, he was the head coach for a couple years at Troy, so he is the new offensive coordinator for North Carolina. Staying in primetime, big spread as uh, NBC. Welcome to the Big Ten. Uh, Penn State, number seven in the country, a team that you, Matt, I believe are quite high on. Mm-hmm. Wes Reynolds, who wrote up the uh, the Big Ten for our VEASAN college football betting guide and, of course, your partner on VEASAN tonight. Uh, he is also high on Penn State, and they bring in West Virginia, a team that, man, anywhere you looked to get analysis this offseason, it was West Virginia stinks. Neil Brown's on mm-hmm. the hot seat. So West Virginia goes on the road to Happy Valley, night game in State College, and this spread is sitting at 20 and a half at South Point here in Las Vegas. It's even at 21. Anything you look here with Penn State hosting West Virginia? Yeah, Chris Andrews of South Point's really high on Penn State too, so I'm not surprised that Chris is a little bit high at the South Point on uh, Penn State. I, I think the Nittany Lions got a legit shot to win uh, the Big Ten East, and I uh, wouldn't be surprised if they knock off Michigan November 11th, Happy Valley. I'll probably be on the Nittany Lions in that game <laughs> at home against the Wolverines. We'll see how things play out, but you know I'm kind of projecting that's the side I'm going to be on in that game. Uh, you know what's interesting, Tim, when you look at the Big Ten? We got 14 teams. I think only three teams returned their quarterback from last season. Who's going to be the biggest impact new quarterback in the Big Ten? Could be Drew Olar, Penn mm-hmm. State, five-star. He was Mr. Football in Ohio, right? He's got um, a, a great running game surrounding him and a big physical offensive line. I, I think the sky's the limit kind of for this Penn State team. I know a very sharp better who's very good with Penn State and West Virginia games, and he likes Penn State to roll here. <laughs> he thinks Penn State's going to win by 30-plus. I don't think West Virginia is as bad as a lot of people uh, seem to believe. The Mountaineers are going to be able to run the ball. That's one thing they're going to be able to do. Neil Brown and this uh, Mountaineers offense are going to be able to move the ball on the ground. I don't know if they're going to be able to move the ball on the ground against Penn State's defense, though, and that's what would concern me. I w- I'm not going to play this, but I can tell you I know somebody who's very sharp related to 20 with Penn State. Katron Allen and Nicholas Singleton, two names to know. Could be the best two running backs in the country, and that's including uh, Corum and uh, and Edwards there in Ann Arbor. Don't be surprised if Penn State's in the Big Ten title game. Yeah, and uh, if you think that could happen, go ahead and get plus 550 on them to win the Big Ten because if they get to the Big Ten title game, they're a double-digit favorite against Wisconsin. Uh, Maybe not a double-digit favorite, but they're a favorite, No, needless to say. Uh, Something near and dear to your heart, Matt, home dogs. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to a lot of your plays. Let's rifle through them Friday night. 7.30 Eastern. It's not technically a home game, but it sort of is. Georgia Tech and Louisville. Georgia Tech is catching seven against uh, Louisville, the Cardinals. Uh, And let me just double check if that number ticked up a little bit to uh, to seven and a half. It's Uh, eight at Circa. Circa. Mm -hmm. Uh, This game is at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Easy for me to say. Uh, The home of the Atlanta Falcons. And then also on Friday night, Wow, look at the movement on this one. It has moved over a touchdown since where it opened. The fighting Timmy Changs of Hawaii against Stanford, 11 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Network. You have a play on this game. I do, but I had a play under the total of 60 and a half. That's where I bet it. <laughs> and now the total's dropped all the way to 55, so that's not going to be a play for the podcast. 
I really think Stanford's another team's going to try to run the ball, eat up yards, eat up clock, and uh, keep this a low-scoring game, Tim. Uh, but, man, this number has moved so much. It would be Stanford or pass for me at minus three. And I, I want to pass because I don't really like the Stanford team. Yeah, and uh, last week on this podcast and also on Saturday, I went on the Lombardi line, and we were talking about Hawaii-Vanderbilt. And I said, you know, I lean Hawaii in, Van- in the game against Vanderbilt, but I will play right now Hawaii plus seven against Stanford. And <laughs> that game is now down at three. So uh, I'm on Hawaii plus seven. You're on the under, what, 60? But obviously yeah. those numbers uh, do not exist. A full slate, Matt Humans, of mm-hmm. home dogs. And we will get through all of them Saturday and Sunday. A handful of plays of, for Matt. I have one as well as uh, there's a team in Colorado. No, not the Buffaloes. That is uh, certainly uh, intriguing to both Matt and I. So we continue to break down some home dogs. We'll get to some spicy matchups as well on the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Well, as Brent Musburger once said so eloquently, a home team catching points. What's better than that? And that is something that is uh, very, very uh, appealing to Matt Humans as we continue looking through a full Full slate of home dogs on Saturday. Couple on Friday night. Uh, no official plays from either one of us because the line has just moved way too much. Uh, hopefully, we're both able to come home with a Hawaii plus seven for me and uh, under in that game for you. But let's get to Saturday's slate with some actionable games. Uh, real quickly, Indiana catching 30, 30 and a half against Ohio State. 330 on CBS, Matt. Uh, anything for you in this one? Anything you're looking to see as a... Uh, as the Hoosiers are home dog. Kyle McCord's going to be the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes. Again, another new quarterback for a, a good team in the Big Ten. Uh, that's kind of a theme in that conference. I, I actually, if the public bets this up where you get Indiana maybe plus 31 or 31 and a half, I might take a shot on the Hoosiers. Uh, they've got a new quarterback as well. Trace Jackson Davis, basketball star for Indiana. His younger brother is a transfer from Tennessee. And uh, I think he might get to start. That has not been announced. But, you know, Tim, the Ohio State offense might be a little bit out of sync with uh, McCord in his first game. Who knows? He's probably going to have some jitters. Devin Brown's probably going to play a little bit, too. You're going to play two quarterbacks. McCord's going to start, though. And um, I wouldn't expect this Ohio State offense to be, you know, full steam ahead in the first game with two new quarterbacks. So, that's the type of game where maybe you could grab 31 and a half with Indiana. I might, I might do that on Saturday morning. All right, let's get to a game that you have a play in and uh, might be able to convince me as well. Primetime on CBS, 7.30 Eastern. We head to, yep, Laramie, Wyoming, where the Pokes are hosting Texas Tech. Texas Tech, by the way, worth noting, week two, host Oregon. So a big spot for them. Also will be in primetime, Wyoming. Struggles offensively, but is one of the best, if not the best, defense in the Mountain West. A lot of hype surrounding this Texas Tech team, especially in, in our circles, the gambling circles. Uh, Zach Kitley is their offensive coordinator, a guy that you may know uh, from his time at uh, Western Kentucky with, uh, with Bailey Zappi. You like the pokes in this spot. I do. I wrote this one up for uh, vcin.com, and uh, Circa had the best line all week, 14 and a half sticking out there on the home dog. So I took the Cowboys and the 14 and the hook. And, hey, I'm high on this Texas Tech team like a lot of college football handicappers are this year. I like Joey McGuire, the coach of the Red Raiders. He beat Texas and Oklahoma. He won eight, ga- eight, eight games last year in Lubbock. Tyler Shuck, the transfer from Oregon's back at quarterback. Todd Brooks, star running back. You've got an offensive line with a career 142 combined starts. This uh, offense could be one of the best in the Big 12 at Texas Tech, but Mountain West's best defense might be with Wyoming. Craig Bowles got 10 starters back. It's a defense that allowed over 23 points a game last year, but 
with 10 starters back and a coach like Craig Bowl, you can bet that defense is going to be even better. I don't think Andrew Peasley, the quarterback, is going to be the next Josh Allen. But this Cowboys offense is going to run the ball. They've got three talented running backs. Uh, with a defense and a running game and a good coach, you give me 14 and a half, I'm going to take the home dog more often than not. Craig Bowl went 3-1 and one ATS as a home dog last season. In uh, 2019, he opened the season as a 16-point home dog to Missouri, and he won the game straight up, 37-31. Um, again, that, the formula here, the running game, the defense, the coach, and the number, 14 and a half. I'm taking the Cowboys here. I think Texas Tech with that Oregon game on deck, too, is not in an ideal spot here on the road in Laramie. Now, Tim, Wyoming's a lot tougher on its home field later in the season when yeah. it's cold and windy and you're playing at altitude. But it's still a tricky place to go play. I expect Wyoming to hang in this game. Well, we disagreed, which is uh, which is rare on this show to start the show, but we're going to agree here. Also in primetime, 7 o'clock Eastern, Colorado State at home. And this is a team I wrote up for the VCN College Football Betting Guide. I love their win total over four and a half. It's now at five. Uh, this is a team in Jay Norvell, year two for Jay Norvell. Saw some positives as the year went on, Matt. But this is a team with, with some talent on that roster. They brought in four new offensive linemen and uh, for an offensive line that allowed 59 sacks last year. Clay Millen is back, a four-star recruit uh, just a couple years ago. Torrey Horton is a name to know, Matt. He is an explosive wide receiver who uh, apparently teams came from the SEC trying to poach him, and he ultimately stayed. Uh, they went to the portal. They added Kobe Johnson running back from North Dakota State to uh, to to go hand-in-hand hand with Avery Moreau, who uh, will be eligible to play in this game. So I just like a lot of what Colorado State has going. Numbers obviously moved a lot here. You know, mm. I was able to grab 12 earlier this week. If you were really aggressive, you could have gotten to north of two touchdowns. It's at 11. If you could find an 11 and a half, obviously that would be ideal. They play Washington State. New offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. Top four pass catchers are gone. Four of their top six tacklers are gone. There's a lot of buzz and Fort Collins right now, and, and I'm I'm loving it. So uh, give me Colorado State. I would not be stunned, Matt, if they pulled the outright upset on Saturday night. Tim, you said it all. What's left for me to say? Not much. <laughs> if you go to Fort Collins for this game, stop at the Texas Roadhouse right off go. the interstate. Uh, Clay Millen, a guy who completed 72.2% of his passes in 10 starts. A lot of those were short throws, ball control type of passing game. But, hey, man, he's got running backs, Avery Morrow and Kobe Johnson, a transfer from North Dakota yep. State, who's a stud. I don't think Colorado State's outclassed here, probably has a better defense. And uh, I took 12. The number opened 15 and a half. I but I, I would still play this at 11, plus yep. 11. Yeah, it'll be an official play for, uh, for me and I think for Matt as well. Three other home dogs of note on Saturday and one for a play, I believe, for Mr. Humans, even though the number has moved. Houston is a two-point underdog to UTSA. Week one last year, Matt, this was a thriller in the Alamo Dome. I believe three overtimes, and Houston was able to uh, escape with a victory over the Roadrunners. Frank Harris still there. I uh, think he's back for his seventh year. Seventh year. Yeah. Uh, but they did lose their top wide receiver, uh, Franklin, post-spring. So a big loss there for the Roadrunners. But we've seen a flip of favorites in this one. UL Monroe catching now nine and a half against Army. Haven't bet this one 
the Warhawks intrigue me in this one because Army has had to completely rework their offense. They're actually going at the shotgun this year. Mm-hmm. You could see some issues with Army uh, down there at UL Monroe. So one that I've circled, haven't played yet, but uh, keep an eye on the Warhawks. That is a 7 o'clock Eastern game on the NFL Network. And let's get to a game that you have played, North Texas. The boys from Denton, the Mean Green, catching six and a half against Cal, 4 p.m. Eastern kick on ESPNU, Matt. Yeah, I think Cal's going to have a tough time this year. I bet, you know, we mentioned the Louisville game earlier, and I've got a bunch of win totals in college football. I put Louisville over eight. I think that's a team that's got a chance to get to the ACC championship game. Cal, I played under five. And Cal lost quarterback Jack Plummer to Louisville. Mm -hmm. Uh, He transferred to play for Jeff Brom you got to rework this offense. Now, Justin Wilcox is one of the better defensive coaches in the country. But, man, I just don't see much uh, potential with this Cal Bears offense. Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff are not walking through that door, Tim. (laughs) Marshawn uh, Lynch isn't either. uh, I think the Mean Green are going to be live home underdogs here. But, again, this number was seven, and it sat out there for a long time. I grabbed a seven, and now six and a half is the best you can do. So I'm actually not going to give this out as a play at six and a half because the number does matter. Yeah, no doubt about it. So uh, North Texas, uh, a lot of heat, triple digits expected uh, down in Denton. Mm-hmm. On to Sunday, Matt, where we've already seen San Jose State play a game this year. Uh, they went over the total. Thank you very much, Brent Brennan and company. And uh, they lost 56-28 to 28 against USC, but they were battle-tested. And we've seen some market movement here as they take on Oregon State, a team that I'm very bullish on. The Oregon State Beavers coming off a 10-win season, but... Our friends over at the South Point still hanging a 17. You like the home dog here in San Jose State, 330 Eastern, 1230 Pacific on CBS. I think it could be an advantage for the Spartans, too, that they played USC a week ago and they have a game under their belt. And they, they faced one of the best offenses, if not the best, in college football and the best quarterback in Caleb Williams. This should be a step down, right, to face Oregon State this week. And DJ Uyungle, the quarterback, transferred from uh, Clemson, making his first start. Now, I think um, Oregon State could have one of the best offenses in the, in the Pac-12, too, should have. Spartans allowed 501 yards and 56 points to USC. Uh, but the, I think the benefit that they will get from playing a week ago is going to really boost, be a boost here for San Jose. And, hey, Siobhan Cordero might be – you were talking about uh, Taylor Green of Boise. Siobhan Cordero might – might be the best quarterback in the Mountain West. Preseason he, he, player of the year yeah, in the Mountain he, West. he's in that conversation. Transfer from Hawaii, passed for 198, ran for 52, total three touchdowns against USC a week ago. When you're looking at a big home dog catching a lot of points, you want a quarterback who can make plays and get backdoor scores yep. if that's what you need. And that's what you have with uh, San Jose. And by the way, Oregon State's defense did lose six starters. Yes, they did, including uh, Spates, an absolute stud mm-hmm. at linebacker. We wrap things up. Some spicy matchups, a couple more best bets. We'll get on out of here on the College Football Betting Podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's College Football Betting Podcast. Working our way through the week one card here on the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Heard some numbers, was encouraged. Let's keep it rolling. That's Matt Humans at MattHumans247. I am Tim Murray. So let's, uh, let's get to a couple matchups. We like to call them spicy matchups. Fresno State against your mm. alma mater, the Purdue Boilermakers. A, uh, a new era there in West Lafayette. But has this number moved too far? It's mostly three and a half across the market as we discuss. There is a four out there at DraftKings if you do like the Bulldogs. A lot of changeover for the Bulldogs as well, Matt. Quick thoughts on Fresno-Purdue. Fresno loses Jay Kaner, so just based on that, you lose a lot. A uh, quarterback like Kaner. Now, Fresno lost more than Hainer, though. Jeff Tedford's a hell of a coach. Ryan Walter's making his debut as a head coach for Purdue. But he made a really good hire. Graham Harrell, offensive coordinator. Hudson Card, transfer quarterback from Texas. 
I hate to say it, Tim, but I like Purdue a little bit in this game. This number's dropped, and I would have to drop for th- to three for me to play it. I'm probably not going to play it. And here's the thing. You, we, you and I have talked about this in the past. I've had a great read on you Purdue have. games when Jeff Brom was coached. But see, when a guy's coaching somewhere for a long time as a handicapper, you can get a good read on a team's patterns and trends. We have no idea what the Ryan Walters Purdue team is going to look like, right, going into yep. the first game. So I can't really handicap this one with a lot of confidence. I felt like I knew Jeff Brom's teams, like, you know, like the back of my hand. And I could basically predict the outcome and the spread outcome of his teams every week. Your percentage hit on, on Purdue games last year was unbelievable. And we'll see. Maybe it'll uh, – transfer over to louisville this year so we'll oh, hopefully i mean you probably have teams like that too where certain coaches you see trends and you get a feel for how their teams are going to play every week and that usually it's a coach who's been somewhere at least a few years uh this is a i think a difficult read right now with this purdue team a game that uh, i am very intrigued in it's not because of sean king's alma mater being a part of it uh that is <clears throat> south alabama at tulane matt yeah. if you look at all the week one games and you add up the victories from last year. This game has the most combined victories from 2022. South Alabama won 10 games last year. Tulane won 12, won the Cotton Bowl, won the AAC. I think this is a spot to grab South Alabama as a live dog. It's on the road, a little bit of a peek ahead spot to Ole Miss, an SEC foe coming to Yulman Stadium. But it's not just that, Matt. You look at Tulane. Everything went right for them. They were 2-10 and ten two years ago, 12-2 and two last year. Tajay Spears, just take a look at what's going on in Tennessee right now with the Titans. He is legit. He is going to play and be a contributor, and he was everything for this offense. They lose their top two pass catchers. Their top five tacklers are all gone. Now, Tulane does return Michael Pratt. And they also returned four starters on the offensive line and added an LSU transfer. So the mm-hmm. offensive line should be solid. But, you know, think about this. You have uh, your, your head coach flirted a little bit, uh, Willie Fritz, with some other jobs, Georgia Tech most specifically, ultimately stayed at Tulane, lost his offensive coordinator. Slade Nagel steps in. Now, he's been with Tulane now for four years, but he steps in. He's a first-time OC. Lost his D coordinator, Chris Hampton, to Oregon. They went out and hired Lance Guidry from Marshall. He was there for like a week. Then he goes to Miami, mm-hmm. so they had to go out again and get Troy's defensive coordinator. They also replaced their special teams coordinator who left for Illinois. It's a lot of movement there, and I just think there's an assumption, Matt, that, hey, Tulane's got this number 24 by them. They're at home taking on South Alabama. I think it's too many points, and I think the Jaguars are live in this spot. Yeah, this is one of the few late kickoffs on Saturday, too, which is good because I like to play some of these night games, and people want to know, hey, what best bets do you have? And you, Tim's got one on Saturday night. So there we go, 8 p.m. on ESPNU. Yeah. Um, I like that play. By the way, I considered this one as well, and I, I thought, well, I'll play it if the number ticks yeah. to seven, but I've never seen a seven pop up It here. popped. I was on oh, a okay. numbers game with Gil Alexander. It popped at Caesars for what felt like 30 seconds. I did yeah. not grab it, so I'm riding with you at six and a half. If you want to buy the cheap hook go for it uh you know you can find minus 120 to get you up to seven i think they're live i think they have a chance to win this game so i would take a little sprinkle on plus 220 on the money line matt before we get to our best bet recap let's roll through some big boys with big spreads michigan number two in the country laying 36 against east carolina and uh, to note here sharon moore 
and Jim Harbaugh, the head coach and the offensive coordinator, suspended for this game against East Carolina. East Carolina, of, of course, lost Keaton Mitchell, who made the active roster for the Ravens, their running back, and uh, and uh, Holt Nailers. But they were very busy in the transfer portal. Anything real quickly in Michigan ECU? Yeah, East Carolina's got one of the best uh, logos in the college football. I love that pirate. Down in Greenville, yeah, North Carolina. It. Mike Houston won eight games last year, only 10 starters back. And like you said, Holt Naylor is a quarterback. He had 28 touchdown passes. He's on the Seahawks practice squad now. He's going to be missed. But I tell you what, Mason Garcia, the quarterback, is going to step in for him. He's got a lot of potential. I'd probably play this if I could get 38 with uh, East Carolina. Three games will lump together. Wisconsin laying 28 against Buffalo, 330 on FS1. Iowa. Laying 23 and a half against Utah State, noon on FS1, and then Texas minus 35 versus Rice, 330 on Fox. Yeah, what's up with Cade McNamara, quarterback? Doesn't for, look like uh, I don't Iowa. think he's going to play, but that I could be wrong. That's not official. He's he, banged up. He's got a quad issue injury. If he doesn't play, maybe the under is the better bet in that game because that Iowa defense is not going to give up much. Utah State is one of my favorite win totals under uh -huh. this year. They lost everybody. They had four close victories last year, and they got absolutely ravaged in the uh, in the portal. Only returned nine starters. So uh, I think under. One thing to keep in mind, though, is this, uh, you know, have to average 25 points per game clause in, uh, in, in Brian Ferentz's contract. So could Kirk Ferentz want to run up the score a little bit when he has the opportunity? I'm sure he wants to, but I'm not sure he has the ability to do it. Three other big boys laying big spreads before we recap our best bets, and we'll get on out of here. Number 12, Tennessee, the Joe Milton era, uh, part two, because uh, he did. He already started his era. Then he got hurt and lost his job to Hendon Hooker. But they're playing this game at the Titan Stadium in Nashville against UVA. UVA could be really bad, folks. Noon on ABC, Tennessee laying 28. USC, we saw them last week, Matt. They are laying 38 against Nevada. That game's 630 Eastern on Pac-12 Network. And then number four, Alabama, a 39-point favorite against Middle Tennessee, 730 Eastern on SEC Network. Alabama in the Saban era, 13 and 2 ATS in week one. <laughs> yeah, I don't get involved in many of these uh, big spread games with the big boys unless I, I feel like the dog has a quarterback who's live who can uh, put some points on the board in the fourth quarter. That was the case last week with San Jose State and Siobhan Cordero against USC, right? And uh, the, tr the Trojans did cover that big number. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I would probably lean towards Nevada getting the points here, but um, I'm, I think I'm going to pass on all three games you mentioned. Tennessee probably should beat uh, Virginia by 30-plus. That's one dog I'm not interested in. One little quick note, obviously, FBS versus FCS games, Matt. Those lines don't come out until Saturday morning, late Friday night, depending on where you look. Um, Iowa State plays Northern Iowa. If we get a total like under – at around like 42, I, I'm going to look under in that one. Okay. That, that, is, that has 16 to 3 written all over it. Iowa State, good yeah. defense, dealing with all the, the gambling situations there. But uh, that, is, uh, that is a look for me. All right, what everyone's been waiting for. They love the analysis, but sometimes people just skip ahead to the very end and say, give us your best bets. Mm -hmm. So let's recap those best bets, Matt. What do you got officially on your card for week number one? 
Yeah, I don't blame anybody for skipping uh, the analysis and going to the best bets. <laughs> I do that when I read Wes Reynolds' miles-long <laughs> golf column every week. I get past Just tell all me that, what man. you got, Wes. Let's see what plays you've got. But uh, I'm playing Wyoming plus 14, Colorado State plus 11, and we're going to use current numbers here. Obviously, a lot of times we're going to bet these at better numbers, but uh, you can't give out stale numbers. San Jose State, there's still a 17 out there at South Point, so I'm playing that. Those three Mountain West home dogs. Opposite you on LSU, I'm going uh, laying two with the Tigers. Central Michigan plus 14 against Michigan State. It's a Friday game, by the way. Coastal Carolina plus 14 and a half against UCLA. I'm going to this game at the Rose Bowl. Grayson McCall back at quarterback. And uh, 24 touchdown passes, two picks, 69.7% completions. And you've got a new look UCLA offense here. Three quarterbacks they're going to use. Yep. So I, I think uh, catching a 14 and a half with uh, the dog there might be valuable. We talked about some leans during the show tonight, but I'll, I'll stick with those plays All for right, right now. And uh, I did a poor job hosting because I had it on my list here and I didn't get to the game. Matt will be attending. Running through my best bets, uh, we don't do it often. So, uh, Godspeed. One and one last year going head-to-head. I'll take Florida State. I'll buy it to the three. Colorado State plus the 11. We're simpatico there. And then South Alabama plus six and a half and a little bit on the money line. I think the Jaguars are live against Tulane on Saturday night. That's Matt Humans. I'm Tim Murray. This has been the VSIN College Football Betting Podcast. We'll talk to you on Sunday. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.